I need to close that door. Yeah. Okay. And you're. <laughs> Ooh. You Fuck. Fuck. That hurt. Ow. <sighs> Oh, that does hurt. She's okay, Journey. Okay, let's just get going. Speaking of technology, (sighs) we've had issues, but now we're ready to rock and roll. Oh, my God. Why does stubbing your toe hurt so bad? Like, why is that? Uh, I think it's a form of survival, so we're not going to hit our toes. (laughs) Is it really? (laughs) I think so. I don't know. They're, they're, They're sensitive little things. They are little sensitive little fuckers. F. A. I-R-Y-T-A-I-L-S Welcome to Fairtales Podcast. Yo, Tiffany. <laughs> Yo, Louise. We are sitting here with an adorable little girl called Unicorn. Unicorn. I've been wanting a dog to call Unicorn. I, I, I was like running out of names and I'm like, oh, Unicorn, I got to get a dog. And then she was perfect for it. She really is. I can almost see her horn in her forehead. Yeah, she's darling. She's like four years old, tiny little chihuahua, mini pin coloring. And uh, she was surrendered because uh, allegedly she bit uh, with a toddler, or not toddler, but like a young a five-year-old kindergartner. Is that toddler? No. Young Whatever. Child. Young child's friend. And uh, I'm, I'm like surprised because she's, so tiny like how much damage could she possibly do <laughs> i don't know well she... i'm not surprised because 90 percent of all dog bites that go into hospitals are from children that are under 12 years old because they're, so, oh, they're aggressive like yeah the well maybe are... not so aggressive but just mindless uh, about their movements they're not in control of their movements right. as grown-ups are so they just you know reach their hands out everywhere mm. and any time and that can easily startle a dog. So any dog can, like, in a very easy sense, come to bite a child. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they would bite the grown-up person. Yeah, well, then parents need to be res- more responsible about that. Of course. That. They need to the be aware. dogs get punished. Yeah. But it's the grown-up's responsibility. Absolutely. If you have a dog around children... You better watch that dog. That's right. Like, that is your responsibility. And so you should know that this is a thing that children have. Because you and I have seen it. You know, they have these movements that are unpredictable. And it's startling to dogs. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's just a natural instinct. So you need to be mindful of that. Exactly. And everybody should know this. And shame on you if you don't. I mean, it's just a Google button away. It's uh, really not something difficult to imagine, and it makes me angry because here we are. Mm-hmm. Unicorn is missing her home. Oh, she has been abandoned because of a very natural reaction to a situation that ha- should have been supervised by parents, and the parents are not being abandoned. They are, they still have a home. They're still fine, but Unicorn is the one who's paying for this now. And you know when you said that, my heart broke because I I was noticing that when I was asking you about today because, you know, Louise, you know way so much more about dogs than I do. Um, And... You know, she when I was taking her around, I felt like she was like obsessively sniffing the air and looking and felt like she was looking for her family and trying to smell them. And it made me really sad because I thought, wow, she really wants her family and she loves them, loves the people that abandoned her. She's still I don't know. That made me really sad. Unconditional love. That's what that's like. You know, they love you even Mm -hmm. if you abandon them. Oh, 
Yeah. Oh my well, God, she just needs much. to heal and move on. She will, but she will. She's already been like so fun and attached to me really quickly. So she's going to definitely find a really good home. So I'm not worried about her. Um, and that's what's beautiful is they do adapt to their surroundings, if and especially if they're positive and, you know, they move on. It's a lot harder for us humans to move on from things. I know. <laughs> Why can't we be as resilient and adaptive as animals? I if only know. we could. I admire that. You know, that's one of the things I admire about them. Yeah, I mean, in a sense we were, you know, if we think about the fact that we have uh, developed from uh, some kind of chimpanzee back in the day, you mm -hmm. know, we definitely adapted and developed yeah. for sure. But when it comes to these emotional areas of strength and overcoming trauma or mm -hmm. starting to trust uh, again and dare to love again, animals have so much to teach us. They really do. We have a lot. And I, I, that's what, that's what I um, realize is that, I would love to be more like a dog <laughs> because oh my if God. I could yeah. be more like a dog, I could definitely let go of things that bother me. And I'm more open to all love and open to all new things. And I am, I try to be like that as a human. I try to be like more like a dog. And by being I love like that. that, yeah. What would dog do? What would a dog do? And it, and it brings me to a happier place and a more just comfortable place. It's kind of interesting. And I know you do relate to being a dog too. Of course I do. We you know, I wag my inner tail all the time. We think that you are a dog in another life, right? Oh, I yeah. Mean, for sure. No doubt. <laughs> And speaking of that, mm. um, I thought the coolest thing ever to invention would be a dog simulator helmet. For humans? Yeah, for humans. So you put the helmet on Ooh. and then you can smell like dogs. You can see like dogs, like the way uh, yeah, they see the like world. That perspective. And you get their a sense of a hearing, you know, like you can yeah. hear from far away and... You know, it's just a, this uh, simulation when you wear the helmet That's so you can cool. try to understand the world like they do. How cool would that be? I can't believe you know what that's super super cool so think about that like that technology's got that will happen one day i feel like now yeah they just have to like make smell like tens of thousands of times mm. stronger or i don't know the techno the future technology what we're talking about is the future i mean maybe it will happen when we're still alive yeah i think that would be possible for sure technology moves fast is it doesn't it What's that? What was that? I don't know. I heard a door open. So did I. Well, one of the dogs would have barked. It must have just been the wind. Okay, yeah, we got, we got, we're protected. I got scared for a second. I always remember <laughs> that whenever I get scared, like if somebody <gasps> breaking in in the middle of the night, yeah. or there's a ghost or something, then and I, you know, I get really scared. But then I remember, uh huh, the dogs would alert if somebody was in That's here. You know what? It's People so can't true. just sneak in and kill you when you no, get a dog. Hell no, they know. That's a, that is a great reason to have a dog too. Just like that safety and companionship, and knowing, you know, especially if you're like single or something, you're living alone. I mean, that's a real nice security. You know what the perfect combo for house safety is? A pity and a chihuahua. The <gasps> chihuahua is the alert alert because they're Good large pointy. ears because they can hear so well, and the pity will scare whoever's in here. Even if 
the dog is, you know, big baby like Journey, they might not know that and see a pity and be scared. Tiffany. What? People are going to the zoos. Oh, I hate zoos. They're so depressing. I always felt so sad at the end of the fucking day at a zoo. It's that time of year again. It's sun is shining and people are posting all over my social media feed that they're going to the fucking zoo. It's it's like shot. I mean, when have you gone to the zoo lately? Do you know how no, bad I it is? No, I haven't gone in years because okay, I don't I, like to go to animal jail for fun. Okay, well, I've got, I went with the kids. Okay. Oh, and you did? I did because I never. Th- I didn't think about it. It was like what? I. Had, I know. Yeah, okay, but, okay, I know. I've been to the zoo. But I after say going, I was like, I didn't. I I was like re- reminded, and that's right. Yeah, I was reminded, and. Uh, and it was the cats. Those cats really disturbed me. They were pacing back and forth, back and forth in the cage. Like, they're just pacing. I have a confession to make. What? I went to the zoo, too. Oh, you're making me feel bad? <laughs> <laughs> well, this man. was, although it was years ago. Okay. But, you know, I was visiting San Francisco for one of the first times. And, you know, we were running around town and trying to find all these things to do. And I knew I shouldn't go to the zoo. But then I thought about it. I just wanted to see the animals, you know. And so I went. And I was a little excited. But I felt so bad when I was there. Because as soon as I got to San Francisco Zoo... I just was overwhelmed with the depressing energy in there. It was so sad. It is sad. It's depressing as hell. And it's it's the polar bear. Have you seen the polar bear exhibit? Oh, I must have suppressed that. Oh, memory. oh God, don't. It's horrible. The polar bear is super skinny and all alone, and just you could tell he's miserable. Anyway, yeah, I don't. I mean, do they not have zoos in Sweden? Of course we do, unfortunately. So does every country have zoos, you think? Because I know there's yeah, some really bad zoos. Yeah, every country has zoos, and there Ugh. are different standards, though. Yeah. You know, zoos started out as uh, purely entertainment, right? Mm-hmm. And today it's definitely become a lot more. It's, you know, the research, like, yeah. uh, the conservatorship of species, and... You know, the, the, they are doing some good things uh, with the zoos. But for the main reason, it's a, it's like entertainment. Yeah, it you is know all what entertainment. I think, I think the zoos are kind of like strip clubs. How? Because you're getting a catered version of what you really want. What you want mm. is for you to see the exotic animals in the wild mm. and like see nature and, and so on. But you're getting a caged, bred yeah. in captivity sad Oof. version of that like you're not getting a yeah. zebra running down the savannah no. hunting their meals or maybe they don't they're vegetarians perhaps but you know anyway yeah you, you're not getting that experience i know that's, that's what, what you want for. that's what you're looking for yeah. so don't so don't you know? support so zoos like to the strip club like it's maybe so you true want to have a real relationship or real relations with people, but instead you got to go pay yeah. for it. Someone's going to be fake nice to you and fake sex. Right. When I'm in the kitchen. When I'm in the kitchen.
I make plenty cash. Tell Shawty call me, she got plenty ass. Yeah, I love the strippers. Yeah, I love the strippers. Yeah, I love the strippers. That's a good analogy, Louise. Thank you. I'm impressed with that one. I was like, yeah, that because first I didn't know where you were going. I'm like strip clubs, but now when you say that, I'm like, that is really good, and that puts things in perspective, and that's fucked up. Yeah, let's and not support know, zoos. Yeah, I love the strippers. Yeah, yeah I love the strippers. Yeah. Another thing that's just the same with the zoos and the strip clubs, they just want your dollar bills. Ew, they're, yeah, they're pimping out they their animals. They don't care animals. about the strippers. They don't care no. about the animals. No. Mm-mm. They just want your money. I wish the strippers and the animals could form a union. Well, anyway, there are, you know, good zoos and there are bad zoos. They're okay. Yeah, maybe okay. I think I know one. You talk about the one in San Diego? Uh, it has to be p- approved by ASA, which is ah. Association of Zoos and Aquariums. Oh. And this is an independent nonprofit that awards accreditations to zoos that meet the highest standards of animal care and welfare. But the sad thing here is that less than 10% of the 2,800 uh, wildlife exhibitors meet the standards of the ASA. Wow, that is, oh my God. So, okay, so then the Safari West meets that standards, is that one? Yeah, the San Diego one does. Yeah. Yeah. But where, are there any others? Yeah, there are a few, of course. Uh, you know, uh, it's quite a lot. 10% out of 2,800 is, you know, 280 suits in mm. America that actually meet the standards. So there are plenty of suits they you should can visit. They shut if down you really all the others. To. They should just shut down all the others, only those standards. Yeah, but that's, that's not how that works. You know, I know, I know. They have the right to make money, and they don't have the laws to protect the animals, and they're protecting the businesses instead. You're right, you're right. That's all. That's the thing. Just just the same kind of topic we were talking about last podcast about puppy mills. Yeah. It's all about the bottom line for them. If you're listening Money. and you're wondering what the background <laughs> noise is, is that Journey is going at it. Journey is a chewer. He has got to work those. He is like chew, chew, chew. That's why I got so excited when I found these pieces. I'm like, Journey will like these. <laughs> it's so sweet that you collect them towards I, I know. Oh, yeah, his jaws are getting a workout. But yeah, so if you are listening is now wondering, like, if your local zoo that you go to, like, how do I know if this is really approved by AZA? Or maybe you're one of our listeners abroad and you don't have this... Uh, uh, organization, of course. So, you know, f- some of the characteristics that are good to look for in a zoo, zoo to know if it's ethical or not, is that um, that th- there is, of course, large enclosures a- and, and such for the animals, mm-hmm. and that there are more realistic enclosures, like with nature and stuff for the animals. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Just laughing at him. I'm sorry. What's so funny? <laughs> <laughs> you went so f- I mean you, you're not hearing that oh yeah okay <laughs> but this is the thing how much do money do zoos actually really make are they really that successful I was wondering the same but you know the ones that do it purely for profit they obviously don't have to disclose their finances uh, oh really because they're Why private not? owners you know oh, they're uh, private 
Yeah, you know, like the Tiger King, he doesn't have to disclose oh. anything. It's oh not. It's like God. if the state owns a zoo or if it's a non-profit owned zoo, or, you know, they're going to be transparent about their finances and maybe they're not even making profits. But the other ones are... Uh, the the ones you know that the ninety percent of the zoos in America are making a profit. Yeah, I love the strippers. Yeah, I love the strippers. So yeah, they are. Oh God, this is you know what, zoos. We I think there's still not enough awareness about the unhealthiness of zoos because I feel like it's still very mainstream. It's not like circuses where there's like a, you know, a taboo to go to those things or support those. But zoos is still not, it's not there yet. It's so socially accepted yes. to go to the zoos. And people even get offended when I say something about that people shouldn't go and that it's mm-hmm. animal jail. Yeah. And that there's so many reasons people. why you shouldn't support these zoos. Your stripper, your stripper, you know what? That analogy I think is so perfect. Mm-hmm. I think that needs to be said over and over again, other people need to say that because that really helped me understand in a bigger way that, I mean, I did for me at least. Yeah, I mean, these animals are like strippers. But we want to, don't we rather see them in their natural habitat? And that's what also that says. But of course, there is, you know, um, the issue of that zoos actually played an important role in terms of uh, conservation of some species. But, uh, however, just because a zoo breeds endangered species does not mean that they're contributing to conservation. Um, if there are plenty of individuals of that species in captivity, like tigers and lions, Breeding more of them in captivity does absolutely nothing for them in the wild because you can't release the bred tigers in the zoo. No. You can't release them no, to you the can't. wild. So you're not really helping the population. Exactly. I so, mean, however, I do understand that you might want to conserve the breed if they're dying out, but we have to instead work on giving them, finding a way to rehabilitate them back to the wild rather than keeping them for entertainment purposes. And if we're really so worried about, like, conserving animals, let's just do that and not have them on display for entertainment. Can't, can't we just then have sanctuaries? Yeah. You know, Why this, can't that's we? what a sanctuary is, yeah. right? But you know what? These are big ideas, and we're it will get there one day. But you know what? We're still at the infancy stage. Yeah. It's like this is it's just it's it's eye opening, and it's something that you know I, I I hadn't thought about so much. I thought about it. I'm pissed. Yeah. It's like it's in my Facebook feed and all that, Instagram, all mm. the time. When I go, somebody is going to the fucking Whoa. zoo, and it's somebody I know, so I'm personally offended. So what do you say? Do you say uh, anything? Sometimes I don't say anything because people get so angry and I don't I have know, the energy. I know, it's not the... I know, and it's the a- times when I do say something, I'm like very mild and gentle and just like, hey, you know, here's an article to with this zoo that you mentioned you're going to that they don't meet the standards, just want to let you know. And people are like, I am taking the day off of work and I have worked for a long time and I got my child to take on adventure. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> I totally know exactly what you mean. I know exactly what you mean, so that's why I'm laughing so hard. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But I didn't know you had, 
like I don't even know your all your circle of friends. So, so for me, I'm like, who are these people? <laughs> you want names? No, I don't. You know, I, we had a repeat. We had a, a, a we had last um, the hell did oh gee, porridge got adopted from an alumni who adopted us from from us before they adopted Doc. Oh, they yeah. adopted the dogs. So that was second. one of our earlier dogs, yeah. right? So this is a second fairy tale. They have two oh. fairy tale dogs. They are so lucky. That's the first. That's our first. Oh, alumni. that's our first. Oh, they're yeah. the, like a little fairy tale family. That's what makes our day. I know. It makes my day. It does. It really does. You know, because we don't have there's some days where it's like, you know, I don't know. It's a bummer. <laughs> some days it's just a lot of work. And yeah. then some days you are reminded about the happily ever afters that actually come from all this hard work. Mm. Tiffany. Yes, Louise. You know how we have been talking about the pet breeder, your main care act? Uh, yeah. We had a whole episode about that. I know. I remember. And it's uh, about the standards of breeding. You know, that you have to take much better care of the dogs than what is done today. And the, how that law was, you know, um, uh, pulled into the forces, you know, like they wanted to legislate it. And we were so excited about it. And then we didn't hear anything. Guess what? What? And so then I emailed one of the people that had been campaigning for this uh, uh, bill. Uh-huh. And she said that it's being stalled. What? And we don't know why yet, but I'm going to call her and talk to her next week. Should we interview her? Yeah, I'm going to call her. Okay, cool. Yeah, so we're going to follow up on that bill and see what happens with the dogs because the current animal welfare laws are just not good enough at all. Like this law, the Pet Breeder Humane Care Act, is re- really needs to happen. And we're rooting for it. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Well, what can we do? Like, is, do you, can you? I'm f- gonna ask her. Okay. Yeah. Cause uh, can you find out? I want to do something. Let's do some some gra- grassroots efforts around this. Fuck. Yeah. This is the time to do it. And you know what? We need to. There, there's not enough awareness around this. It's need, we need to create some awareness. What What do we do? Ideas. So, should, social should media maybe flyers. We do to can- go canvassing and get yeah. You know, uh, signatures or uh, spread awareness. Should we just like you know go with a megaphone downtown and tell people? Yeah, I think we should. I have a megaphone. I have a megaphone. You know you what? You have a megaphone. I do. Oh my god, let's do it. <gasps> You're kidding me, Louise? Let's let's make a let's make let's you and I go out in our fairy tale fairy sweaters. Fairy tales, yeah. And we tell them about the pet breeder humane care act. Yeah. <laughs> Journey's really going at it here. He's not swallowing that shit, is he? Uh, just a little bit. We better take that away then, maybe. Yeah. Because yeah, he actually eat that shit? Yeah, I think he's just like little tiny piece. Yeah, I think it's... What, what's the deal with dog? Why do they like to chew? Like, what yeah, is it sorry, What is it about baby. chewing? What do dogs... Well, it's satisfying. How is it satisfying? To me, my jaw hurts just thinking about it. <laughs> People chew gum. Okay, um, chew gum, I know, but like... But, but it's also, you know, something 
People need something to do with their hands sometimes. They're very mm. fidgety. Right. Oh, so journey. it's like the equivalent of people who need to fidget with their hands yeah, it's, is it's chewing. Yeah, it's something to do. It releases tension and stress. Okay. Oh, that right. side instead. My part. sister, my sister used to like take, t- she used to like, when you got to eat, she would take the, the napkin and like she'd be like constantly rolling and then turning into like origami shapes and playing with this, the nap, paper napkin. So I guess that would be a similar. Yeah, thing. she would be a giant chewer. <laughs> she would be a giant chewer. <laughs> Correct. I love you, sis. <laughs> Hi, unicorn. Are you on an adventure in the apartment? <laughs> she is. Oh, do you need to go pee pee? She might have to Yeah, go maybe pee. that's what she's saying. She's she, walking around the curtains here yeah, by the she, balcony door. Okay. You know what I learned from you? Hey, eh, eh, that. Eh, eh. <laughs> I learned that from you, from dog walking with you. I do that. Eh, eh. <laughs> and I always think of you. <laughs> but you That's know. right. Who was it that called it my Swedish no-no? Uh-uh. <laughs> I do it, and the dogs react great to it because it's like it's fast, it's quick, it's got a beat, and it's got that. Uh-uh. Like you can feel with your body, you're like, no, 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 I it's know. Like you I know what it. that means I in any language. Uh-uh. <laughs> you know what that means. Uh-uh. I I adopted that from you, and I'm super happy I did. It's been very helpful. It works all the time with the dogs. <laughs> it's very very helpful. Tiffany. Mm. I saw two more teacup bullies. No, no, no. I saw them today. No. I, it's, it's, I see them all the time. Uh, okay, you know what? Can you please take a picture next time? Because I need to see what you're seeing. Because I want to know. make sure I know what I'm seeing. Okay. I never take pictures, though. You know that. I know, but why not? <laughs> it's annoying. It's so why? hard. You just got to but you're young. You're like so much younger than my. I mean, like if I'm taking pictures, that should be like you're definitely a dog. You were a dog in another life. That's it. Oh yeah. Cute. What kind of dog were you? A pit bull. You were a pit bull. You just yeah. You think you're a pit bull? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I need to cuddle so much. Yeah. I need so much. Oh, you're cuddly. Hugs and I like cuddling and sleeping next to. I like cuddles. Yeah, yeah. Miss I mean, Jeremy are very much the same, so I think I was a pit bull. Mm-hmm. You know, they just thrive on love. Oh, yeah. Oh, and you were such a chihuahua. <laughs> How is so? How so? <laughs> you know what a cool, cute little thing that I saw that um, my friend Krista's sister was doing. She has this big, fussy, she's so big and fussy. She's a great Pernice. Yes. Oh, yeah. Great Pernice. And, you know, so she sheds a lot of fur and all that fuss and goes everywhere. So she put all the fuss in a bird feeder and the birds go and get the fuss for their bird nests. So they're going to be super warm and comfy for the winter. What? This is a thing. Nuh-uh. Yes, it is that you share the fur from the dog with the birds. Okay, and then they make nests out of them? Yeah. That's so cute. So then I they get even warmer nests, you know, like yeah. the baby birds can be born okay, I in dog see fur. This. 
I'm gonna. I need to. Go, can you send like send me pictures of that? Yeah, let me see here. I'm it's so on her cute, Instagram. and it's so crafty and creative. It's so funny that she does that, and it's so her to do that. I mean, Erica is an artist. She does pet portraits. Uh, you check her out. It's Worm Wears on Instagram. I had a. You know what? I had a neighbor. Like when I was early in, in the 90s in San Francisco, she used to knit with her cat's fur. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. To that's weird. Integrate your pet's fur to that. It's a little weird. I thought that was weird. Okay. It wasn't just me because I was a little yeah. freaked out by it. I get it. You know, like I get it. And I think it's a sweet thought in a sense. Like imagine your dog pass away and then you want a little piece of them to always carry with you. Kind of like an amulet. You know, yeah, you put okay. a little piece I, okay. in your hand. I or got something. it. I got it. Are we done? I think so. I think so. so. I need some lip balm. <laughs> <laughs> you need what? Lip balm. <laughs> My lips are dry. Oh, of course. My goodness. Go get your lip balm, okay. Tiffany. Okay. And then we'll go off okay. into All the right. faraway land and rescue some more dogs. Okay. All right. Thank you for listening. Bye. Ciao. Bye-bye. You know my girl now. Friends you can get, I'm telling you.